0: Something is going on. Some of us see it, some of us feel it. It's time to expand your thinking. You will need to reset everything you thought you knew about the world, about the people you trust, about history, about yourself. Let me tell you a story. For a very long time, our world has been under the growing influence of a vast transgenerational criminal mafia that was able to rise up to the highest levels of power didn't know because they talked and acted just like you and me. We thought we could recognize true criminals by their words and actions, but were deceived by their sophisticated speech, wealth, education, beauty, and power. Through a system of threats, blackmail, and bribery, they would come to occupy the highest levels of power in government, corporations, and education. You may know them as the Deep State or Cabal. Well,
1: welcome to you listening out there to Kate Daly Show. I really appreciate that. And uh, I'm Kate Daly, your host, and I've got Uncle Milty with me today on a Friday. Hello. Thanks for uh, coming in today.
2: Oh, you're welcome.
1: Isn't he fantastic? Uh, great show ahead. And I want to go back into the Wayback Machine just uh, just a, a touch and uh, talk about something that really, I think, affected America in probably one of the biggest ways. And I also uh, have a guest coming on in the last hour, which uh, it is the wife of Chief Eddie Gallagher. I, if you've heard of Free Eddie, um, this is the story. Uh, I'll tell you, it's uh, it's it's a uh, it's. It's kind of an awful story about her husband being imprisoned, yep. and we're going to be talking about some of the details of this, and and really getting into what happened because it really is a warning for all of us. Um, I have covered more cases like this in the last uh, few years that have just been very hard to cover because of when you realize that Americans are are getting uh, treated like this by their own justice system. It really makes you think. And so we're going to be talking to her. Uh, Her son was on Fox and Friends. Uh, They've been all over uh, speaking. And we're going to be talking to her. Thomas Massey, uh, Congressman Thomas Massey comes on next week. Um, And so working on a lot of great guests, too, for you. I'm always wanting to learn. And I want to open this up because I had Christopher Fulton on, right? Yeah. Okay. Christopher Fulton was the guy who went to prison. And uh, I remember how ruthlessly treated he was by the, by the CIA. He went to prison um, for almost a decade because he wouldn't relinquish um, some, some uh, evidence that he had pertaining to the JFK murder. Hmm. Okay. And, uh, and so I think he went to prison in what, 99, Um, 98, and uh, spent about eight years there and yeah, had torture and all kinds of things. But what's very interesting about this, and I do want to open up this dialogue for you, and please call in, 888-673-1450, because this this moment in history was huge, and there was more at stake, I think, than we actually realize as a public. A lot was kept from us, and I'm not just talking about the murder and the cover-up. I know there might be some of you out there that still think it was Lee Harvey Oswald, one shooter. I I I know there are people, right, that think that, and I know that it's hard to introduce any other idea. When you when you thought about this event, because this was very changing for America, uh, what was your stance on this for years? The JFK murder.
2: Well, I I was young at the time, but mm-hmm. but everything I ever heard it was Lee Harvey Oswald did it. Yeah, I mean that was what we were right. taught. We were taught that in school. We. Were, okay. You know, it wasn't until I got much older that I was able to say, wait a minute, there's some other stuff over here that says something a little different.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't make sense. Okay, so I've had a lot of guests on my show. I actually had the pleasure of interviewing Clint Hill. Clint Hill was the one, the Secret Service agent. He was Jackie's uh, Secret Service agent, and he was at, the, I think, the left bumper of the car. So he was walking behind the car. He was the one that jumped in with her and rode to the hospital.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I interviewed him for about an hour, and I also interviewed Bar uh, Bar McClellan, who uh, worked in the attorney's office that handled some of LBJ's um, clientele. And he had his ideas about. Uh, I mean, obviously, cover up. I mean, it, this was this this just keep this just kept coming out. It was the it was the this this cover up, and. We had people calling into the show that said, Oh no, it was one shooter, that's it, you shouldn't question. Why are you questioning? And I would actually like to propose some information today because I'll tell you what, Christopher Fulton's book, it's a great book. You won't put it down. It is so good. And fills in some gaps and some missing pieces. And it and it and I as I was reading it, I was thinking, Wow, that really does kind of fill in some stuff for me that I've wondered. Now, as I go through this, I have to tell you this morning, my, my husband was saying, well, what does this do for you to, to know this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me ask you the same question, and I'll tell you what I say. What, what does this do for you to know the truth? And why should we quest after the truth, even when something is decades old?
2: Well, because without truth, we don't have a reality to live in. Yeah. Everything's fiction. Right. That's why.
1: Yeah. And then it's hard to say it's hard to see all of the other part of the show. If you don't if you don't understand that that you're being played sometimes and that people will do cover-ups, it's really hard to know the vast. And I'm not going to say everything's a cover-up. It's not. There's some doozies, though. And I think that getting to this really, I think, shines a light on this. So Christopher Fulton, I just want to recap on this just a little bit. He inherited a gold watch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, inherited, I meant, I should have said bought. He bought a gold watch from somebody that inherited it. And he inher- this other gentleman inherited it from JFK's personal secretary. JFK's personal secretary, Evelyn Lincoln, was an amazing woman and very loyal to the Kennedy family, very loyal to JFK and Robert. JFK, uh, so, so he gets this watch and he finds out later that JFK was wearing the watch after talking to some Secret Service. JFK wore this watch and it was an accident that he wore it. He wasn't supposed to wear it. He actually had another watch. That was part of the evidence. Okay. And Hmm. so this other watch that was part of the evidence, the reason that this gold watch is so important is because it proves that there was a very um, close knit cover up going on because there was only certain people that had access to these two watches. OK, mm-hmm. he finds out he has this gold watch and he also got some original tapes from the Oval Office listening to JFK's conversations. Wow.
0: Whoa. Can
1: I just say wow on that one? Because uh, he discloses what happened in those conversations in some of them. And I think what we have a hard time understanding is that when something like this goes down, how do they keep it quiet? But here's what I'm going to offer you. Did they? <laughs> Were they able to keep this quiet? A lot of information has come out, mm-hmm. and I mean a lot of information. This guy spent eight years in prison on principle, but a lot of stuff's come out and leaked out and accused. that They haven't kept this under wraps. No. The only thing that they did successfully was to take every single bit of evidence, shove it in bags and get rid of it, and keep it behind our own Iron Curtain of Government that was what they were able to do. So anyone with any evidence that goes up against them knows they can't win because how can they win that? I mean, they can't prove a lot of things. Well, here was some proof mm-hmm. and things got really dicey. Uh, and Christopher Fulton was just kind of a, an average guy. And so he got swept up into this, but some of the things that came out, like, uh, the fact that he knew there was missile activity, JFK did going on and, and, uh, earlier than what they said. And, and, he was not going to have Lyndon back as vice. Right. And that he was already, they had already had that planned and that he sincerely was trying to stop world war three. And JFK was talking about everyone around him, Dulles and all of them as madmen, as psycho, as psychotic, trying to push us into world war three as quick as they could. And he felt like he was the only one that was going to be able to stop this. Hmm. And, um, and so there's some, there's some things I want to go over um, from the book that I thought were kind of fascinating um, in, a, in, a, in a kind of a crazy way. Because some of the information that comes out, which finally makes sense, um, the evidence that Fulton had was so damaging as in proving that Johnson had something to do with this because it involved Johnson's security johnson's secret service Hmm. Um, because they handled this these pieces of evidence that i'm telling you about that uh that it really goes to show you as it played out and as the public kind of saw this play out um how how many deals were made even with earl warren earl warren was basically threatened to Uh to stand by this cover-up and he actually didn't want to He did not want to put his name on this. He did not want uh, anything to do with this. He wanted to expose the truth. Uh, Ronald Reagan would have liked to have exposed the truth. Um, And so in, um, this was also very curious, but um, when this this gold watch was found and when they realized he had it and they had been looking for it for 33 years, Hmm. who do you think Clinton called first to tell them about it? Clinton called george hw to ask him about what he should do with it and guess what george hw did he devised the uh the assassination review board he devised this put it through in an act they got it in, in an act in congress and he uh wanted to be at the hub of anything they ever found he wanted to make sure it went through him Hmm. Isn't that kind of curious? Isn't that kind of curious that he wanted to be part of that? And so I want to talk about, um, Marilyn Monroe and I want to talk about some of these things. Um, there was a couple of, uh, of other things like, uh, the seating arrangement in the car and, um, Oswald himself and the speech, um, the speech that he was working on that he actually, that was actually on the tapes, uh, talked about what he wanted to do in the future and the kind of future he viewed. Um, did Robert Kennedy know about this cover-up and and take care of a lot of this uh, evidence? Yes, and uh, Earl Warren pressured Kennedy, was forced by Lyndon Johnson to tell Kennedy he had to give up any any evidence at all within within one year.
0: Really? But he
1: held on to a couple of things, <laughs> <laughs> which I was really grateful for uh, because it does it, it really is kind of that uh, a little bit of a smoking gun because it's actual evidence which is kind of nice instead of just this is what I think but I also, I often wonder what you think out there as far as digging in and trying to get to the truth do you still want to know the truth about that is it something that you still are uh, curious about do you feel it's vital because they were very scared that the American people would revolt when they found out the truth Yeah. oh yeah so we'll come back I want to open up the phone lines to 888-673-1450 when we come back
0: years and I work for Lionsgate Recovery. The reason I do this job is
1: because some interesting information came out um, and evidence and, and so that's always intriguing, isn't it? Did you know that uh, I didn't realize that uh, the pink suit that Jackie wore um, at the assassination at the murder of her husband is sealed until the year 2100? Really? Eight? Yeah very strange right why are they sealing that why are they not allowing anyone to see that That's just strange that, that i is thought it was strange. kind of strange uh, a lot of weirdness uh but uh it goes back to this guy that i interviewed um that had a that found himself with a piece of evidence that he didn't know he had and that was a gold cartier watch of um of kennedy's the reason that this is so pivotal and i want to get your guys' thoughts on this too um the reason it was so pivotal is right before he got in the limousine, when he was taking a shower and getting ready to go downstairs, they the Lyndon Johnson Secret Service guy came in and said, "We're going to do a radiation check, which means they take all the medals off of him, his medals, his Catholic medals, his you know mm-hmm. everything off of him, his watch, his wallet clip, everything, and uh, and they took it and they put it in a bag for a radiation check." Okay. Um, and that stemmed because he had been talking to a spy previously and the spy had mentioned how they do stuff with with, you know, to metals. OK. And so they, they started these radiation checks. So he gave up all of his his wares that he ha- would ha- would have had on him. And he got down in the limousine and he wanted to know what time it was. And Jackie said, well, where's your watch? You know, they were going down. So Sorry, they were still up in the room before they went down. And he said, I don't have my watch. They took it. And she said, well, I got this back and I want to give it to you. I got this back and I was hoping you'd wear it. And so this is your gold Cartier watch. Okay.
0: Mm -hmm. He
1: puts the gold Cartier watch on and it's on him in one of the clips of the film. You can see it. Okay and they, uh, the thought there was was they didn't want any metals on him that could de- that could deflect any kind of bullet. Ooh. Yeah. So, he gets in with this watch. They didn't know he had this watch on. It was it was under his cu- it was under his yeah, uh sleeve. sure, yeah. They didn't know he had it on him. He gets to the hospital, the nurse sees it falling off his arm, puts it in her pocket realizes she has it and then when a secret service man was leaving she goes i have this you know this is his and so it got into the right hands and it got to robert kennedy okay (laughs) this watch meant that there was definite collusion um because when the autopsy report came out they said he was wearing the other watch yeah and he wasn't i know (laughs) okay and so uh and so the other
2: one's the one they had in the bag
1: yeah Yeah. the other one's the one they had in the bag and they said it was on his person you know Mm. and so this watch had uh you know uh, fragments and and all kinds of of uh, little tiny molecule pieces of evidence in it Uh, It was very close to him when uh, he was shot several times right and so um, the watch was sought after for 33 years and they couldn't find it. And they finally, finally found that he had it and they wanted that watch back. But more importantly, they wanted the tapes too, because the tapes would prove um, that, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, some of the conversations and some of the things that were had, they didn't want any of this to get out. When I saw the effort they were putting into covering this up and i mean like within seconds sending somebody to a doorstep and saying you know you have something that that we need and wanting to take it from them Mm -hmm. you can't even believe how much they had to hide because of even the way they acted so it was kind of strange and so these tapes show a lot they tape the taped conversations and they did not want those originals getting out um and so that uh that nurse ended up living i think in england uh, she got out of here. It was funny how a lot of the people <coughs> involved in this left the country. Wow! And also, um, the uh, I was going to say the um, uh, just kind of like the women going into the White House. Jackie was okay with that because most of those women were actually spies. And Marilyn Monroe had a Russian code name, and they say that's why she was taken out. Really? Yeah, because he was delivering information and and basically telling Russia. Um, everyone around me wants to get into a new core, but we're not going, I'm not going, I'm not going to let it happen. So there were some code words that he said in some of his speeches to let Russia know, but he also had women coming in and out because the women he could trust, Hmm. the women he could trust. He couldn't trust anyone around him. And so the the book offered a lot of interesting information about the way that the, uh, some of the secret service were not in. Where We're working for Lyndon Johnson. Lyndon Johnson was desperate to keep this covered up. Lyndon Johnson had a vested interest in keeping this, um, you know, obviously. That's why he actually went out on a limb and and offered up his uh, endorsement of Kennedy because Kennedy knew Kennedy knew the truth. And threatened him and hmm. said, "You know." So they made a deal because Kennedy, in Kennedy's mind, it was the good of the country to harness in some of these people and try to, you know, make, you know, not go into World War III or try to go up against this huge cabal. So, so what his goal was was to become president so that he could take the reins of this. And you knew that was never going to happen. Wow. So when I'm telling you this, you know, some of this information that came out in this book, and I'm not even hitting even a quarter of it. Um, names and everything, uh, naming names and everything. It's it's quite intriguing, and it's called inheritance, the passion fruit of JFK, JFK's assassination. Mm. Uh, the the fact that the Secret Service was sort of told to to stand in different places that day, that Lyndon Johnson was very adamant about who got in the car with JFK, and JFK switched that up and wanted the governor in the car, the governor who he wasn't very fond of. Um, a lot of this went back to Bay of Pigs. A lot of this went back obviously to, um, you know, uh, Russia. Uh, there's so much here. But even the seating arrangements, even even down to all kinds of different uh, pieces of information uh, came out in, in even those uh, tapes. So this is my question to all of you. If evidence if this evidence came forward they actually were reporting on it today and mainstream was actually telling you and telling people out there yes uh this was a total total government coup of our own government would do you think people would actually would you think people would believe it so 60 percent of our nation right now knows that the narrative that they told wasn't true and they also think that oswald uh, this guy found out that Oswald. I mean, he was such the patsy, and um, didn't realize he was going to be the patsy, um, and that his name has gone down in history as the you know horrifying you know Hitler esque. But actually, it was it was so many other people. Now I've th- I've had thoughts. You know, of course George H W Bush uh, was there, and. He can't remember. He couldn't ever remember where he was, mm-hmm. and he was in the CIA. And Hoover came out and stated that he was in the CIA during that time. But and also, and the, the leading headline on that was assassination of JFK. And the document said George Bush of the CIA um, was giving the comments on it um, because he was on the he was actually on the ground there. But you know, do you think people would care? Do they? Does enough time go by where people go? I don't. Pff, okay onward we have so much corruption now just onward does this change people when they find out that that so many people were involved in this do you think it changes people
2: i think it makes them feel helpless
1: yeah do you yeah just sad helpless Uh, sad
2: helpless there's nothing that we can do about this there's nothing that can be done about it especially now after all this time yeah so that's a that's not a fun thing because that means things could be happening today that are the same way.
1: Yeah, I know, right? And so then you wonder how many things like that. But I think with this, it's with these pieces uh, coming out, and I think they were getting really nervous. That's why uh, George H.W. formed that assassination board. Everything has to go through there. And they can actually claim, put a claim on anything as their own. Hmm. Anybody owns anything, doesn't matter. They can take it because of that. So... I think that I'm bringing this up for a reason, and that is that this was an eye-opening experience uh, for me, this book, and then also other ones that I had read in the past and my own research into it, and um, looking at how many people died trying to tell the truth, because it's really hard to contain something this big. Uh, the chief of police was uh, CIA, former CIA. Actually, I'm not former. They're never former, but you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. There was a lot of people in Dallas that were in on this that wanted to keep this quiet. I, I think that when we, when you, when you uncover some of the biggest things that have happened to us, this changed us, um, and then nine eleven. I think when you get down to the bottom of both, and you're open enough to do so, I think it just kind of gives you a bigger, broader understanding of how they do things. So, when they did this, some of the people on the ground, the Secret Service, thought that they were doing. More of a false flag slash drill. And then it ended up being Lyndon pulling the switch on that. So it's kind of interesting when you look at how they've done things and how they continue to do things, how they try to discredit the people that had any evidence, how they tried to do that even with Christopher Fulton. I think that there's a, there's an, I actually want to know how they operate and how they do things. I think it makes me feel like, okay, you know you heard it. you know that that something wasn't right with those stories. and now you get to you get to hear some of the details that tie stuff together, and you're thinking, okay, I always wondered why Jackie would have put up with all those women coming in and out. But she knew yeah, that they were bringing in information and leaving with information and that that, that he was just trying to get information out because he didn't trust anybody. It makes more sense uh, to me. Uh, you know, as a woman, it makes more sense to me. but I just hope that, I hope that we would want to know the truth. And my husband said, but does it, what does it do though to know the truth? And I said, I don't know. It makes me feel like I, it makes you feel like you have your feet under you finally. Yeah. Do do you feel like that?
2: Yeah. No. And if you don't, you know, if you don't, if you think you don't know the truth and Mm -hmm. you're, but you know something's wrong, you, you constantly feel off balance. Yeah. And, and so... It's like I said earlier. You can't live in reality.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I see a lot of smart people out there that just don't question at all some of these events. And I, and I think there's so many loose ends. There's so many things that c- couldn't be explained. How could I have to know? Maybe it's my. Maybe it's a personality type. Is it a personality type where you have to know? It
2: could be. But how often do you hear people say, "Well, you know, don't worry about things you have no control over."
1: yeah I know, but then look at what we're doing in society i I look at some of the last couple of funerals and how we paint people, and I'm thinking, do you know some of the stuff they were involved right. in so there's a it's almost like a a, a we we're brainwashed without realizing it. sometimes mm-hmm. we go with the brainwashing because we just don't get that we're so brainwashed and so sometimes we'll side with some of this, these things that the media says. Um, and I, I just, I think that if there was a big portion that could really wake up, then we really could change something here. But until that happens, until people have it in front of them and go, oh, my gosh, I knew something was off, but I didn't know it was this off. And what, uh, and, you know, Kennedy was a Democrat. We didn't really agree on a lot. But... But he did love the country, and I knew it. He did love this country, and he mm-hmm. did see all these crazy people around him and the CIA turning into what the CIA was turning into. And they're on the tapes, he was just outraged when he heard about the coups and all the stuff that they were doing. Outraged. And he really wanted the American people to know. Mm. And he was about to do away with them just by December 1st. Be right back.
2: Ow! At Newby Buick GMC, Michael...
1: Hey, everyone. Quick message here. I just wanted to tell you about uh, about something Birch Gold is doing over the next week. And, you know, the reason I tell you to go to them is this is who I trust. There's a lot of people that come to me that want me to refer to them, to sell gold and silver to them or what have you. Nope, no way. This is who I trust. I trust Birch Gold, and this is why I talk about him on the air, and this is why I waited 13 years to talk about anyone on the air is I really wanted to make sure it was somebody I knew I could trust. This is why Ron Paul trusts them, Steve Bannon trusts them, a lot of people with a lot of money. And let me just tell you, they're very, very good at what they do, and they're very good at advice. They have a Black Friday event uh, Mar- from uh, March, <laughs> from November 17th to November uh, 24th. Okay, and when you open a gold IRA and back it with gold which might not cost you anything to do, for every $10,000 you spend, by December 22nd, Birch Gold is going to send you a free gold bar. And this is, you have to text Kate to 989898, okay? That that phone number, 989898, to claim eligibility before Black Friday, all right? So Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold for no money out of pocket, and you still get the free gold bars. Isn't that amazing? For every 10000 you put into an account backed with gold, you're going to get a free gold bar. I just think that's kind of amazing. So take advantage of this. It is, um, it is uh, the 17th uh, through the 24th. Just make sure you go and do this. Text 989898 and text my name. All right. Really appreciate you doing that cuz I know you're going to get the information you need. Information's free. So this is just going to give you the info and then you can decide what to do, but it's some good advice for you. And I really like good advice. You know that. I do my homework. But this is who I trust most importantly. And I want to I want to stress that. This is who I trust. These are the guys I trust. Thanks you guys. Welcome back Kate Daly show. You are listening to the Kate Daly Show. Uh, KateDalyRadio.com. I have Uncle Milty with me. And uh, we were just kind of talking over this book, The Inheritance. It uh, has a lot of uh, explosive information in it. Uh, and uh, a couple of things that we were just sort of talking about, you know, um, Clint Hill, the, the one that I interviewed, the one that went into the limo with Jackie and went to the hospital with her and stayed by her side, uh, he was one of the good ones. He was one of the good guys. Mm -hmm. He really loved and wanted to protect uh, them. And then also Ford. Uh, Ford got his uh, nod for the presidency because he was pretty deeply involved in this cover-up and was making sure that people were buying into the information. Wow. Yeah. And that's what got him his uh, presidency. And also that Johnson was really fearing all of his crimes. Uh, all of his crimes were uh, the Kennedy brothers had actually been working on exposing him for quite some time. And and so they were just about to make sure that he wasn't going to go on the ticket for the for the election. So hmm. he knew that and he knew it was over for him if he didn't get the presidency. So it's, it's a lot of things like that in the book. Um, but it was interesting going through the book. There's a lot of names and details and, and all kinds of things. Um, that I hadn't really thought of in the, in the personal secretary to JFK, you know, keeping all this information for the good of the country, for the, for protection of the Kennedy family. But I think what was really at stake here and what was coming out the most was what they were willing to do to cover it up. And all along the way, they've been willing to do just about everything.
2: Well, let me ask you this, cause I haven't sure. read it. Sure. Was there anything in there about the possibility that Ted really didn't kill that gal?
1: Mm-mm. No. And that
2: it was just a setup to shut him up and keep him from the presidency, too?
1: I don't know. Oh, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. You know, everybody's taken that story for We've fact. We've always you know? taken the yeah. fact that yeah. she, he did it.
2: That's interesting. That's
1: as an interesting fact. angle. What
2: if that isn't fact?
1: Isn't that an interesting angle? Hmm. <laughs> You know, uh, there's a lot here. And uh, I know that I was probably, you know, on the different, but you know what? A Democrat in the 19, in, in this time in 1960 was a little different than they are now, <laughs> obviously. But uh, when I look back at his pre- at his presidency and what he was trying to do, he was really abhorred by the CIA. Mm-hmm. He knew that they were uh, in, in deep and they had made arrangements, you know, Eisenhower, that, uh, that they would never get prosecuted for anything and that they had all these agreements between them. And he knew about that and he wanted to take that down because he he kept thinking what that was going to spiral into. And the, the other reason I was bringing this up today, there was another article out, and it was talking about whistleblowers, and it was talking about the situation we have going on right now with Obama, and the, uh, well, the Obama-era deep state surveillance, yeah. I should say, program, and how it spied on Trump and judges and all these things. Now, all of this has been in the news all year, right? Mm-hmm. 2018. Talked about it ad nauseum. Uh, Peter Strzok and the whole nine yards. And there are still people out there that think that Nope. That that was just trying to, I don't know, uh, I don't know, like uh, discredit those certain people in the FBI and everything else. What I'm saying is it's starting to really leak out all the corruption because I really don't think you can contain it to the point where they could get away with containing a whole lot. Now that we have the Internet, they can't.
2: That's now that, the problem.
1: Yep, that's the problem. And so how do you keep stuff contained? And that's why you're starting to see all this stuff fall through the cracks. Whereas before, without the internet, they were able to tell the story on the news and you, it was very hard to research it. You yep. couldn't get to the bottom of it. Nobody knew about the watch switch. So the fact that the watch showed up, hardly anyone knew about that. They kept that really under wraps. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, because um, it had disappeared in the oval uh, tapes and all the stuff, they didn't know how much she had, the secretary, and how much she was keeping. Um, and it went into a will that said to the judge, a letter to the judge that said, if you do not give this to who I want you to give this to, and if you let the government take this, I already have a foreign press ready to spill the beans, the entire beans on this, because she knew so much. She had been privy to a lot of conversations, and and so uh, she was ready to have that spilled after her death. And so that letter went to the judge, and the judge said, no, he gets to inherit it. (laughs) The government can't take it. But then that assassination board decided... Under George H.W., you know, that the, he's the one that constructed that. The assassination board decided that they would ha- get ownership of it somehow, some way, and they devised a way to get ownership of it um, be, by saying it's for national security. So they were willing to go pretty far to get this. But the thing that came out also um, that was a surprise to the author of this book, who ended up going to prison to to keep these a couple of these artifacts of evidence for the JFK murder, was that... They were afraid that he was going to sue in the state of Texas for the murder of JFK, that he was going to sue the government, that, mm-hmm. that, that this information would bring about a lawsuit, that it would end up in court. And they couldn't have that. And they didn't want any attention on it whatsoever. Um, I always think it's really fascinating looking back and then finally putting pieces together that you didn't realize. Yeah, I love that. And I loved, uh, uh, well, uh, lots of parts of it. Get the book. It's really good. It's a page-turner, The uh, Inheritance. Uh, Poisoned Fruit of JFK's Assassination. There's a lot of great stuff in here. Reagan, a conversation with Reagan, where Reagan wanted the truth out, but he also knew that they... Would kill somebody that had information, so it was kind of like whew, that he wanted it to come out, and he actually told him to pray about it. <laughs> I thought that was kind of neat, and it it uh, it kind of shows you some some of the differences in the presidencies. That I don't think Clinton cared at all. No, no, Clinton didn't care. You know who cared was Trump. Trump was the one that gave him um, the author gave him uh, had the um, uh, artifacts that were sold at the Trump Tower and made sure he was part of that and actually wanted wanted stuff hmm. to come out about JFK. So I thought that was kind of interesting, too, that Trump was on his side, and Trump was the only one that was offering his power at the time, back in the, like, 98, uh-huh. to to lend a hand to try and get information out. Hmm. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey,
0: Kate. Hi uh, there. Love your show today. Thank you. Um, my mom and I have always... Been very interested and intrigued in the whole story, and so I'm mm-hmm. very excited to look into that book. Yeah, it's good. Um, but with Reagan, I mm-hmm. mean, isn't that why the assassination attempt was yeah. happened with Reagan? <laughs> yeah. George H. W. was the vice president. Yes. He's like, okay, you know, I mean, he's the one who instigated that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was he part is. of the CIA during. Yep. Um, Kennedy's.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And so, yeah, there, there is a lot of thought about that. Uh, that being the reason that, you know, you want to go try spilling the beans or getting rid of government agencies, we'll just erase you. And if we can't control you. So that happened right after, right, Milty? That happened right after yeah. he was president. And so, uh, yeah, it was pretty, I think that was really scary for him. And I think that's why he felt strongly about, well, the truth does need to come out. It really does. But... You're, but you're against an entire cabal. So, you know, that that's a tough place to be. Mm-hmm. So he said he told him to get rid of it as quick as he could. <laughs> so
0: Well, and I so. think I think it's very interesting how um, our current president is trying to um, allow individuals to hang themselves, so mm-hmm. to speak. That is kind of an knows, interesting thing. I, I mean, we already know that he's had you know, assassination attempts on him. Right. Or things that he's doing, mm-hmm. but he's really trying, I think without divulging everything mm-hmm. to allow That'd those be. individuals to, to really oust themselves.
1: Yeah. Could be for sure. Yeah. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. Yeah. You know, what's funny is Barr McClellan, when I had him on the show, he worked in a law firm that worked with Lyndon Johnson's people. He was saying he was back. He actually backed this up several years ago when he wrote his book. So all that tied in together beautifully, uh-huh. yeah. Because he was blaming the same. He was saying it was Johnson behind it. He was sanctioning it, but they were really afraid that he would not bolster up the CIA and he would not. Uh, he would try and take down the CIA and and not give them uh, or or say too much about them that the people would would figure it out uh, what the CIA was up to. So he they, there was a lot of worry about that, and uh, and if you didn't bolster up those intelligence agencies, you know. Um, and Kennedy was against the intelligence agencies because he saw how much they were doing.
2: I, I think part, part of what's going on today mm-hmm. is that the president is helping get this information out. Mm-hmm. And it's coming out so fast that the the globalists have been caught off guard mm-hmm. and they haven't been able to contain anything. Yeah. So, hence, all they look like is a bunch of blithering idiots making up weird stories right now.
1: Yeah, and then people wondering why they're not yeah. going why to prison. Yeah, why are these
2: stories so weird?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's very, very true.
2: But they were totally caught off guard, the yeah. way this information, all of a sudden, it's yep. just flooded us.
1: Yeah, they say that this was the catalyst to get rid of Nixon, too, because Nixon actually wanted to get to a little bit more of the truth about what happened, and... uh and then they, they they really put they really whether they they wanted him to get caught in the Watergate, they, whether they wanted mm-hmm. him to to make it bigger than it was. I mean, you think about the corruption going on now, it, it ten times, a hundred times more than what even happened with Watergate.
2: You so. know, you know, when that happened, I said at the time, I said Nixon's going to go down in history as one of our better presidents. Interesting. And and that's going to end up being true because. After him, what did we have? Uh,
1: Well, Ford was bought and sold, and then we, uh, you know, you you had Bush behind Reagan. Reagan was a wonderful person, but very naive to what was, you know, that group that was working under him. And uh, you had, you know, Dick Cheney too. uh, Horrifying. Uh Bill Clinton, horrifying, horrifying, uh, and Hillary. So it's interesting though the relationship between Clinton and the Bushes. And I wish people would get that, that there is a deep, deep friendship there. They are on the same line, they are at the same type of mission. And um, my husband was asking me about George W. George W, I think, just went along. I think he went along. I think there was more sinister people than George W. Yeah. But George W. went along. And and so he could have stopped it. That's on him. You know, he could have stopped a lot of this kind of stuff from happening. But Kennedy saw from that point on, now that they had had the CIA doing what they were doing and they were letting them have carte blanche and do whatever they want and getting away with so much. Because he kept questioning in the private tapes all these countries that they were in and what they were doing. And he was like, oh, my gosh, on the tapes. And so... So as that went forward, he could see where they, where you had all these madmen around him and he named Dulles over and over again, uh, Hoover, all these people. Mm -hmm. And he was like, they are on a track to annihilate America. And that was, that was when he really got desperate to think, what can we, what can we do? And so nine days after he was assassinated by December 1st was going to be an outing of some information on the CIA, which they were able to keep close to the vest, which is really quite sad, isn't it? Um, and so that would have, that it would have helped for the American people to have seen a president, it would have made him more popular too. Um, but the, uh, the, the shots were done so that so that he couldn't recover from any of them, so that he couldn't gain more popularity. Lyndon wanted that seat. Lyndon did not go after the presidency again, though. He said, "I'm not running again because him and Kennedy, Robert, had made an agreement, and that agreement was, uh, I won't tell the world because they'll believe me. I won't tell the world that you were involved in killing my my brother, but you have to you have to help me be senator and then president." And of course he didn't make it to president. Yeah. And I and I would imagine that Robert Kennedy would have known what he was capable of because there were other cases in his past of being the not the henchman but but organizing
2: but Lyndon, death. Lyndon was not a very popular president. I mean people yeah. didn't like him. No. He was a very distasteful mm-hmm. man yeah, yeah. in many ways.
1: Yes, yes. And so he boy, I'll tell you what, crazy, crazy. Hi caller, welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Whoops! I can I can't even hear you. You're going to have to call back. I cannot hear you on the line. Darn it! Um, also, the women going in. Uh, Marilyn Monroe was she taken out for that reason? That makes a lot more sense to me than it did. They were just afraid they'd find out they had an affair because there were lots of little rumblings about affairs. Yeah. But they took her out. So uh, that does it doesn't. You know, once once I I I read that, I was like, wow, that is that could have been very true because. If, if Jackie was in on it and sanctioned that and wanted those women coming in and out with secrets so that she, he could get information out to who he needed to get it out to, to and in his eyes, it was to save the country.
2: But the other thing is, is that in the 1960s, mm-hmm. early 60s, late 50s. Affairs didn't end marriages.
1: Mm-mm. No, they were like little...
2: It's just a little thing you yeah, don't talk about.
1: Yeah, and he had been guilty of that in his past, but there was a slew of women coming in from the from the journalism side of things, from Hollywood, and you would have never suspected Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And her code name was Masha? That's so weird, <laughs> right? So I thought that that was kind of, kind of interesting. Caller, you have 30 seconds.
0: Can I ask a question that... What's the name of the
1: book? Inheritance. Inheritance. It's called uh, Inheritance. Okay, thank and, you. You bet. And uh, Poisoned Fruit is by Christopher Fulton. you got to get the book. It's so good.
2: There's another book out called mm-hmm. The Inheritance, and it'll confuse. If you don't oh, put the JFK part yeah, in. Yeah, JFK.
1: you got to put in JFK, Assassination. Uh, Christopher Fulton is the author. And, uh, boy, it's a page turn. It's a good read. It names names and tells you about a lot of stuff so it's uh i didn't even hit i didn't even hit a portion of it i'm Mm -hmm. serious it's it's crammed i read really fast and i actually slowed up to read this so i could read all the details because there were so many uh it is good want some answers i'll tell you what it was great all right we're gonna come right back uh with uh andrea gallagher and i'm excited to talk to her be right back